0: What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host Tony as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Today, we're gonna talk about my personal number one financial account. I've been helping people retire for a long time, and planning financially. All sorts of financial instruments are available, all sorts of tax tactics are available, but there's one that stands out above the rest. And before I get into exactly what it is, I'm gonna ask my co-host Tony Shure to take a guess because we did this, I did this topic four years ago or maybe five years ago, so I'm refreshing it. And I asked my co-host at that point what he thought it was and he got it wrong. So there he is. Tony, welcome to the show. What do you think my personal opinion on the number one financial account is? Wait, wait, wait. I got something for you.
1: The HSA. (sighs) Yes, you got it right. Wow. Wow! I remembered it from, and we didn't go over this before. People think, oh, they got this plan. I have no idea what he's going to ask me, and usually I have no idea what's going on in that mind of Dan Wendell, the financial genius of Dan Wendell, but um this one I know because we did talk about this before, and I remember. I remembered.
0: You got it wrong the first time, but this time you got it right, oh, sure. and uh, I, I will say there was a caveat. You said Roth at the time, and I said the best way the best account would be a 401k match that's number one so
1: because it's free money
0: it's free money right but
1: you can't beat that
0: right i would say the hsa would be better than a 401k contribution without a match better than a roth ira (gasps) dare i say it health savings account so i want to explain why and all the rules and so that people i think and they just made some more changes to it they say they the government allows more now i think this is i can't find anything better tony and i can't speak about it enough and i have to redo the show because i love it so much so let's get right into it Health sure. savings account,
1: yeah because uh and before you jump into it i just want to say i think it's great you're going to explain this because i think most people out there like me think I've always kind of written off health savings accounts because I just thought they were a way to pay for medical expenses, uh, save money tax free to pay for medical expenses. That doesn't sound like something that would be a, a number one account for most for everyone. I mean, it's a way to pay for medical bills. But why is it why is it better than a flex account or better than putting money in your bank account to save for healthcare, or why do we need an HSA and how is it beneficial to retirees who aren't working? Because I thought HSA is the only way to get them was part of high deductible insurance plans through employers. So help me out here.
0: I will get, I'm going to do, we'll start with the benefits. I'll go through the five key benefits and then we'll talk about what you need, how to qualify for it. But I do want to touch upon how, the retirees can use them because that's important. So I'm glad you brought that up and I'll make sure I address that.
1: Yeah, you Uh, need to address that because I don't think people understand that you can uh, use them as retirees. And that's one reason you're so excited about them,
0: right? Yes. And so let's get right into the main benefit is taxation. And you could write it off as a tax deduction. So any money you put into an HSA or health savings account, is a straight line deduction off your income tax. So if you say you're making fifty thousand in a year and you put five thousand into an HSA, according to the government, you're only making forty-five thousand a year. You don't pay income tax on it, which is nice.
1: Additionally, yeah. if ever you, get, you never pay it, income tax on that money, right?
0: Correct. You don't pay well, if you follow as the rules. As long as
1: you follow the rules. As long as you HSA. follow the rules. Yeah.
0: Um, you also, if you company offers an HSA account. They can put money into your HSA account for you. If a company puts 401k money in and you put 401k money in, you're still paying um, payroll tax. You know, that payroll tax that's that you have to pay. And then if you're self-employed, you pay you the employer portion. If the employer puts money into an HSA account, then you don't have to pay payroll tax on it either. So you can avoid payroll tax and income tax. So But bottom line for the general public, you put money in an HSA, you don't pay tax on it. It's like an IRA contribution. You put money in, you don't pay tax on it. However, unlike an IRA, you do get taxed on it later. Uh, You don't get taxed on it later with an HSA. So, benefit number two, it's not taxed when you take the money out. So, you don't pay tax on it ever. You don't pay tax on it going in and when it comes out, you don't pay tax as long as you use it for qualified health care expenses. So once the qualified health care expense, there's a definition for it. You can't take the money out of your HSA to buy a new car. Actually, you can, and I'll explain how you can do that. Um, but if you use it for medical expenses, dental expenses, some sort of prescription drug, you, which everyone's going to have expenses at some point, you could use it for that.
1: There are even and some over-the-counter healthcare items. There's a list of items you can buy with H money And not pay taxes on it that are qualified, and I the list is amazing. If you actually look it up, you can you can look it up through your healthcare provider plan. Uh, there's some lists online, but it is pretty impressive uh, what you can buy without getting having to pay tax. I mean, I think it, things as basic as aspirin sometimes or cough syrup. Um, so a lot of these things qualify, uh, but a, a lot of people are out there saying, "Why is this the number one account for me? I'm healthy." Uh, I don't need uh, money to spend on healthcare. If all I can use it is on healthcare, uh, but I think the answer to that is you've you've said before on shows the average person in retirement spends over two hundred thousand dollars on healthcare. So
0: <laughs> you will you will run pocket. into healthcare expenses at some point in your life. <laughs> yes, and yeah, and if even if you don't, it will come into play, and I'll get to that. But okay. um, the the main reason why it's number one is the first two is. You don't pay taxes going in, you don't pay taxes coming out. So I mean
1: And it doesn't expire, right? You can that money can be in there as long as exactly it It rolls
0: over. I'll get to that. So number three, the growth within a health savings account is also not taxed. So Tony, you're 40 years old, you put five thousand into an HSA account, and then you don't touch it and you invest it. You're allowed to invest into the stock market. Oh, Um, I didn't
1: realize there was growth on money in an HSA.
0: Yes. You open it at a Uh, bank and you can invest it. You could buy stocks, you could buy growth stocks and let it sit. And that 5,000 you put in turns into 50,000. Well, you only put 5,000 in. When I take it out, I don't have to pay any tax on it as long as I use it for qualified medical expenses. Correct. But what about the 45,000 in growth? Don't I have to pay capital gains tax? Don't I have to pay? No, you don't pay tax on the growth. So you can use huge. As a tax shelter, people can I think that should be number
1: one. You buried the lead.
0: (laughs) Well, the growth is not taxed. Now, some people put money in HSA and they don't invest it. They just let it sit there. That's not really helpful. You want to invest it. That's the point. This is where it it comes into retirement accounts to answer the question: how does it help a retiree? You let it grow when you're younger. See, I have an HSA, and right now I don't use it. I, I have in the past, but if I have money in my checking account to pay for medical expenses or over-the-counter drugs or whatever, I use that and let the HSA grow tax-deferred because, benefit number four, unused contributions roll over each year. So you may have heard of, I think you've in the past talked about how
1: you had a flexible savings account. Yeah, we have flex accounts that we have to use every year, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a use it or lose it. Doesn't roll over. You can't only small amounts rolls, rolls over. But if you put 5,000 in and, and you don't touch it, and then next year you put another five and another five and you never use it. It just rolls and grows. You're not required to use it. It stays in the account and it grows if you invest it. Yeah. So, so that's a huge benefit to this. It's kind of like a Roth IRA, except you don't pay taxes going in. Whereas Roth IRA is after tax money. This is pre-tax Roth IRA. Like that's why it's number one. Um, Can't beat it. Number five, and this is, and then I'll get into some how you need, what you need to be able to open one of these. Number five, withdrawals can cover past expenses even from years ago. So this is where it gets interesting. Let's use you as an example, Tony, your, Right now you're what, 32 years old. You put money into an HSA account. And then let's fast forward all the way to age 60, right? So let's say you put in money in for 10 years and then you stopped because you didn't have qualify anymore, but you let it grow. And now that's up to a hundred thousand. And now you're 60 years old and you're saying, you know what? I wanted to go on a vacation cruise with my wife for our 60th birthday. Okay. I said, okay, great, good for you, Tony. Take me with you. You're like, no, I'm not. But I, I don't have the money to pay for it. But I do have a hundred thousand sitting in my HSA. I'd like to take out five grand from the HSA to go on the cruise, but I know that's not for qualified medical expenses. Here's where it gets interesting. As long as you've had a qualified medical expense since you opened the account, when you in your 30s you opened it, 30 years later you want to use. The HSA, you could take money out as long as you've had a qualified expense since you opened it. Well, I got my knee replaced five years ago. Can I, can I take out ten grand because that's what it cost me, um, and and use that for the cruise? Yes, you could take money out in the future for a past expense as long as you have a receipt and can prove it because it's just an obligation with the IRS. When
1: you, you can't your do that with a flex account. Of course not. It's like a,
0: you need to match it to a a specific expense that year. With an HSA, you could say, Hey, I, I went in for surgery for my hand uh, in, you know, 2012. Mm -hmm. As long as your HSA account was open before then, you keep that receipt. You say, Oh, I spent a thousand bucks at the ER. You keep that in your files. And then 15 years later, you say, I need a thousand bucks to go on a vacation. You take a thousand from your HSA And then you say that's to pay for that thousand dollar bill from 2012. Oh, okay. IRS doesn't care. As long as you used a to qualified medical expense during that time, you open the account. Wow. So this is where people can use it as a tax shelter, especially people that can, can afford to pay for the expenses um, with other cash. They can let this thing grow and keep those receipts and then pull it out later. So as an example, all right, um, I'm, I'm 60, I'm 70. I have an HSA and I don't have any medical expenses. I want to give it to my kids, take the money out and give them the cash. You don't pay tax on it. As long as you have expenses, you could do a big lump sum. Oh, I'm on, uh, I'm, I'm on hospice. You know, I'm going to, I'm not going to live. I don't want to pass this HSA down to my kids and they pay tax on it. Let me take it out and then give them cash. So, This is a very unique and high-end tax play that people just don't know about. So um, I think that's one of the benefits that's kind of unwritten. And it's written, but people just don't realize they can use.
1: Yeah, I wonder wonder if, and and I I think I I echoed there a little bit. Sorry, folks. I wonder if um, with long-term care costs, you know, there's a spend down. And then Medicaid or the state kicks in and covers your, uh, I wonder if they look at the HSA. I'm sure they do because it's all government, uh, part of the government and the IRS. But I wonder if it's a way to keep money away from that spend down. Uh, But I assume you'd have to use what's in your HSA or they would want, they would make you use that. If you had $100,000 in an HSA, Medicaid's not going to kick in and start covering your $6,000 a month long-term care bill, right? Right.
0: Right, exactly. Okay. It's, okay. it's an asset that they would count. But again. Just always you know, looking like,
1: for a way to help with the, right, <laughs> I, right. I wish there was is. something that would allow you to uh, help with those long-term care costs, that's for sure. But if you and take the money out, you're not money. paying
0: tax on it. You're not paying that's tax true. on it, at least. So yeah. you avoided taxes all these years. And the growth, you can, I mean, think about it. If you, say your kids, your, your well, let's say your oldest daughter is what, 25
1: now? No, my oldest son is 24. Your oldest son, 24, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: If he puts money in an HSA now, even if it's a 1000 bucks, what's that going to be like when he's your age? You know what I'm saying? Fast forward yeah. 30, 40 years. That 1000 bucks could really grow, and yeah. he's got all the flexibility, and he never pay tax on it, and he won't pay tax on the gains. This is why the HSA is number one. So people say, oh, okay, Dan, you got me convinced. How do I get one of these? I want one. Give me one. You know, I think everyone should be able to get one, but they there are rules. The government doesn't allow it. Number one, you need to have a high deductible health plan, an HDHP. What is that? A high deductible health plan is a type of health plan that your company may offer. You know, they give you the choices. Oh, you could take this one with uh, this deductible. This deductible.
1: every company I've ever been with and know of that friends work for offer a high deductible health plan with with an HSA. Uh, right. uh most medium to large size companies all offer them at least so.
0: And those on the marketplace, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, there are high deductible health plan options for everybody.
1: Yeah. Um, so anybody so, can get pretty much anybody could get a high deductible health plan, but, but most you, people you don't have like to be it. yeah, like cuz the high deductible don't like it. I don't because like. the
0: high deductible. Now, what is the high deductible? Has to be at least sixteen hundred dollars for an individual or thirty two hundred for the family. So that's the minimum the deductible. Yeah, has to
1: most be. of them are way more. Like I think Sarah's plan is like seven thousand for the. It's like mm-hmm. the deductible is like seven yeah. grand. Yep.
0: And so you, so someone that likes the no deductible plan, they're not going to be able to get an HSA. But those, and you mentioned, I thought they were for people that need health. Well, and what if you're healthy? Like your son, right? He's probably has a high deductible plan because he's not going to the doctor much. He's just doing regular checkups. He's got it for emergencies if he really runs into an issue. But for the most part, for younger people, they're not using that medical insurance. They're like, I don't even need this. Get the high deductible plan. You save money on the cost every month. Premiums are lower. And it gives you an option to open up an HSA. That's what you have to have to take care of it. Now, also, there's a maximum out-of-pocket that they need to have, and that's eighty-five, eight thousand fifty dollars for a self, or sixteen thousand one hundred for a family. So yeah. that's the most that the maximum out-of-pocket could be. So you have to make sure your plan falls within this range, and then if it does, you qualify for a health savings account. Yeah, that's step one.
1: And but if you, you say I don't, my employer treatment. doesn't offer that. Well, you can through the Affordable Care Act get a plan that is a, a high deductible health plan that has a you can get HSAs outside of through an employer, but they're going to cost you.
0: Yeah, because usually the employer is subsidizing health care that you yes. get through them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you can't get a subsidy on health care and the Affordable Care Act, uh, healthcare.gov. If you have coverage through work, that's, you know, they don't allow that. But uh, for the most part, a lot of people can get a health a high deductible health plan, they just don't like the idea, especially as they get older, like, oh, I'm going to start using this. I don't want a big deductible. But when you add the savings, the tax savings you get from having that HSA, all of a sudden it starts to make a little bit of sense. So um, big thing to note, you can't have an HSA on Medicare. Medicare does not qualify you for a high deductible health plan. So most people turn 65 and go on Medicare that's when the HSA stop. So I you can't contribute to an HSA if you're on Medicare. You
1: can't so be contributing, but you can have one you and can you can have, have as much one. money at that point in it, whatever's in yes. it at the point you go yes. on Medicare. That's your money and it can keep growing.
0: Right. And, Even though and then you're not you go on a Medicare Advantage plan or a supplement, and you're still going to have medical expenses, drug expenses, prescription drugs. You're going to have expenses in return
1: premiums, right. over the
0: counter stuff, vitamins. Even Medicare
1: so, has premiums and deductibles, and you can use your HSA to pay for those, right?
0: You cannot use your HSA to pay for the premiums on a Medicare uh, supplement. Oh, okay. But You could use it to pay for. Expenses and deductible costs. Can you it use on it
1: company. to pay the premium for Medicare itself? Like Medicare Part A has a premium? Um, I believe you uh, can. That yeah. $130 bucks a month, I think you can use an H-160, yeah. whatever it is. You. I think I heard you can use HSA money to pay Medicare, not Advantage or Supplemental, but regular Medicare expenses that Medicare doesn't cover. You can right. use those. And uh, I'm thinking a big reason why I would want to have a bunch of money in an HSA is uh, ear, uh, hearing, vision, vision, hearing, vision and dental.
0: dental. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. You know, I, I it's not uncommon for my clients to call me and say, hey, I got an $8,000 dental bill. Mm hmm you know, dental insurance doesn't cover it. So, and Medicare doesn't cover it. So yeah, this is where an HSA would so be So the useful. statement
1: you have written there though, isn't really true as it reads. I just don't want people to misunderstand it because you can have an HSA while on Medicare, yes, but you can't right. actively, you can have the account, but it has to have been established before. It has to have money in it. You can't, Keep contributing to it. You
0: can't. Yeah. You can't contribute. That's right, and because it doesn't, you don't qualify. But once you have an HSA, it doesn't go away uh, until you spend it down. So even if you go on a, an employer plan with a deductible that doesn't qualify you, you could still keep the old one and spend it down. Um, now there are contribution limits too, so you, you can't just put anything in there. But they're raising these. You can in 2024, Tony, you and your wife. Could put a ten thousand dollar three hundred ten thousand three hundred dollars into an HSA. Wow! Just for twenty twenty four. So it's the, the the limits have been set for next year: uh, forty one fifty for yourself, or eighty three hundred for a family, and then anyone over fifty five can add an additional one thousand. So for a married couple, that means an extra two thousand. So that's ten thousand three hundred that they can put in for. Wow. That's a lot. You do that yeah. for 55 to 60. That's you just a lot of money 50, to shelter 000. from
1: taxes. That brings your uh, income down by that much. Uh, mm-hmm. If that money goes in there in one year, 2024's income is the government's going to view it and all, all documents. Your income is going to be $10,300 less than it would have been if you hadn't put that in there. And Absolutely. that way and that helps you in a lot of areas. It helps you qualify for certain things. It helps you. I mean, if you're if your kids are going to college and you have a FAFSA, uh, it helps you them get a better deal on a loan or more money for college, a better scholarship. It it can help with that. And it obviously helps with um you know anything that uh, your tax bracket? It could help with that. So yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and think
0: about bridging the income gap of I want to retire, but I don't want to claim Social Security. I want to delay. I need money. HSA is a perfect example. Oh, I don't have medical expenses at that time. I'm healthy. Again, you've had medical expenses that you've kept track of, so you use that to take the money out. You could say Smart. I'm going to take fifty thousand out in 2025 because I've had fifty thousand of expenses for the past 20 years. I've had that in the, as you say, HSA, boom, done. There you go. You have all this money now that you could take as a lump sum and people just don't see that. They, they look at the immediate, Oh, I don't have immediate expenses. I don't need this. Or I don't want to pay a, you know, a deductible. Well, you know what I mean? This is a tool that I think people are misjudging. So a couple of things to watch out for. If you misuse it, there's a 20% penalty. Now there's no age penalty. So Oh, you don't have to be 59 and a half to use it. You can be in your forties and use it and you could use it the same year you put it in. Right. So, um, but if you take the money out and use it for non health related expenses, then you pay a 20% penalty on top of that, you pay taxes on yeah. top of that, you pay taxes. Unless so, you
1: have medical receipts you paid for out of pocket. That you can show to add up the amount you take out. You can use right. it for anything, but you have to have receipts for that amount uh, that are med- that are that are qualified receipts.
0: Yeah. And that and that existed, that the service was completed after you opened the HSA. You can't yeah. open it and then say, oh, I got a receipt from last year. You got to have it open. So open it, put you know, and then keep those receipts. So, but if you take money out and use it incorrectly, there's a 20% penalty on top of taxes because you didn't pay taxes. So that's, so you don't want to do that. Right. So this is where, this is worse than RMDs now. I and mean, this is, you know, yeah. well close to uh, missing an RMD. Um, another thing to watch out for is I said, you can invest this, but you got to watch out for the fees for investing, just like any other investment account. There are fees associated with it. And because these are done at a bank, um, you might think, oh, it's just going to be, you know, all invested in a fixed rate. No, there's going to be fees. So you want to watch out for those just like you would for any account. Um, I mentioned the receipts on past expenses. Keep them because it's going to be you against the IRS, right? And when they say prove it, you need to be able to prove it. You can't just say, well, you know, you have to have a receipt from 10 years ago if you plan on using that that rule. Um, and if you're a non if your spouse dies with an IRA, you inherit the, I mean, with the HSA, you inherit the HSA, no problems, no taxes. You use it as your own, but if your non spouse inherits it, say a child, they have to pay taxes on it. Right. So, so that's another little trick is yeah, like, Hey, a lot of you- people
1: might ask what happens if I die, then I, do I lose the money in the HSA? Does somebody else get it? Uh, If it's your spouse, they can keep using it tax free. But whoever else you your other beneficiaries, if they're not a spouse, will have to pay taxes.
0: That's right. And just, you know, somber thought. But if you're like, oh, I'm not going to live and I'm not going to be able to spend this, take it out on past expenses and then give the cash because this way no one pays tax on it. Sorry, IRS. That's just the rules. I'm not trying to avoid. Well, I am trying to avoid unnecessary taxes, but it's all legal. It's this is the way it works. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Uh, I think again, this is, this is it. I, I, besides the match free money on a 401k, this is where I'd put money. Um, it's a huge part of retirement planning It's better than a Roth, better than a Roth, Tony. So I think, um, knowing that you can add potentially 10,000 as a couple every year, and it's going to keep going up. They, they tie it to inflation or they, at least they try. This is a big jump from 23 to 24. Uh, 2023 to 2024 has been a big jump in terms of how much you can put in. Uh, I just don't see the downsides. As long as you follow the rules, I'm struggling to find a downside here. And I don't know why everyone doesn't open one of these. As long as they they can, can I think they should. And ideally not touch it. Let it grow as a tax shelter. It's like a Roth um, for the future. And eventually you're going to need it. You're going to need medical expenses, and it's nice to have that there and not have to worry about the taxes during that time.
1: Excellent. Uh, a Great show and eye-opening, I think, for most people. They don't understand the ins and outs of this or why it would be a a number one account to have financially. So that makes perfect sense. Dan, uh, give that phone number and web address in case our listeners want to get a hold of you to get a plan in place or have more questions about this.
0: Absolutely. If you have questions about an HSA, hey, I want to open one of these. How do I do it? Um, you could do it at a bank. It's not excessively difficult. But because we're a uh, Dolphin Financial Group also has an insurance agency as part of it, we understand the high deductible health plans and the pros and cons of those. So there are some things that you need to be aware of. The health insurance is a big piece of this. But if you qualify for it and and you're able to, and hsa is number one i'll put the phone number on here and the website tony thanks for a good show we'll catch you next week the topics on this show are wide-ranging yet relevant to people approaching or
1: living in retirement like me if there is a topic you want to hear on the show head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact dan to
0: request your topic or
1: The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Belphine Financial Groups before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.